everybody. It's another episode of the Straight From the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. Oh, what is this? It's like season three, episode 30,000 30, kajillion. Episode 34. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So next month we'll be at this for three years. Yes. And we still have tens of listeners. Right. Which is awesome. Thank you guys for everybody who's listening. Happy Pride. <laughs> yeah, happy Pride month. Oh, speaking of Pride, go ahead and read that text so I can apologize. Okay. Well, I get, we're going to just jump right into it. So if you listened to yes, or last week's episode, which was bandanas, something like I made that. such a mistake. So it was about bandanas, the bandana color code or whatever. And it was about like the gays. The red ones. The gays have bandanas that they wear out to the clubs and it kind of, it, it signals you to understand what they're looking for sexually. Yes. Well, Jamie made a big fat fatal error when she was reading about what one of them were. If you're a young little gay out there and you're following my advice that you heard on this podcast, abort the mission. <laughs> the red, if you're going to wear the red bandana, abort the mission. So J- Jay actually sent me a really good, partially educational, partially hilarious yes. type thing. So I'm going to start with the part that's really funny. Okay. And then I'm going to go back and do the educational part. All right. So, it says, Jamie really read one of the bandana, bandana colors wrong. Like, really wrong. A red hangy means fist fuck, not first fuck. Hopefully, nobody takes her <laughs> advice and some young, shy gay boy goes out wearing a red hanky thinking he's going to get laid for the first time because he is in for a real surprise. Just saying. Could you just imagine? I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm too late. And I'm like, how would you run around with a red bandana and be like, yes, I like fists up my anus? That's apparently the code. You follow the code. I know, but is it real or is this just yes, somebody it's being real. silly? Like, it's real. You know what? I'm, at some point, if we ever get to hundreds of followers and there's somebody who actually does listen that's, like, gay and does this thing and knows about this thing, like, could you, like, write us in? See, I go to the gay clubs with Jay. I go to Taboo with him. And they do have a bunch of gays wearing bandanas. So. They do? Yes. Because I, mean, I, I never thought of anything of it. I just thought it was trendy. I thought it was just, I don't know, some of this seems like it's shock value. Because why would you walk around with a red bean, like a red hangy hanging out your back pocket or whatever? I don't know. Knowing damn well, that means you take a fist up your honey, like your honey butt. They're just letting people know so they can get their kink on. It's their kink. No. 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 All right. Anyway, but Jay did because you were saying, I wonder if the colors mean something, blah, 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 why the colors... And so Jay actually did, this is the educational part. He said, so in honor of it being Pride Month, and since you asked, I will explain a little history of the Pride flag and what the colors of the Pride flag mean. The flag has gone through many iterations since its creation in 1978 due to the lack of available fabric of the years, or fabrics of the years. It was designed by Gilbert Baker, who was inspired not by Judy Garland's Over the Rainbow, but by the Rolling Stones. She's a rainbow. YouTube it. It's a good song, he says. The original flag in 1978 consisted of eight colors. Hot pink, red, orange, yellow, green, turquoise, indigo, and violet. However, due to the lack of color fabrics of the time, by 1979, the more familiar six-color flag became adopted into the community, hot pink being removed and royal blue replacing both turquoise and indigo. Oh, that's something. Philadelphia has a unique pride flag as of 2017, adding black and brown stripes on the top and... Remains the only city to do so. Without further ado, here are what the colors mean. Black means diversity. Brown is inclusive, inclusivity. Red is life. Orange is healing. Yellow is sunlight. Green is nature. Royal blue is harmony. And violet is spirit. 
There are tons of different other flags that represent other parts of the LGBT plus community, including the transgender flag, bisexual flag, pansexual flag, gay bear flag. Really gay bear flag? I don't even think I read this part. Somehow this just does not seem like something I remember reading. <laughs> and asexual flag, just to name a few. Why does everybody have a flag? I don't know. Every state has a flag. Yeah, but why? Like, I mean, can I have a heterosexual flag? Or it'll mean, just be plain. <laughs> just very plain. Like, and it'll be, like, vanilla colored. <laughs> right. It'll be very, very boring. <laughs> it'll be a very boring heterosexual flag. <laughs> Just a vanilla colored flag just out there waving in the front yard. Right. <laughs> oh my People God. out there think you're surrendering. I know, right? <laughs> it's just a white flag. <laughs> no, it means I'm heterosexual. God. All right, but all the groups tend to unite together uh, under the rainbow flag as it encompasses the whole, as the community as a whole. So, so it says, happy pride. And yes, I gladly wear an orange bandana for my flyers on the right because orange on the right means I'm not looking for anything right now. Yep, orange for the win and a beer and the flyers. So thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. You have definitely let us know some shit. And I'm sorry about the misread. That is so funny. You know, I don't, like I said, I just really feel like maybe there's some, maybe some flags, but I think some of the other ones were just added in for, like, shock value. I don't think so. I mean, people want to represent who they are. Yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Some of them are a little, I feel, a little much. I feel like pansexual and asexual are the same thing, but I'm not pan or asexual, so I don't know. I don't know a lot about it, but I am bisexual, so, but I don't need a bisexual flag. <laughs> Yours would be vanilla and hot pink. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody, hold on. Jamie. You can keep talking if you want, but I have a present for you that I want to give you real fast. I'm getting a present. Yeah. I'm getting a present for Pride. You're going to get a present. For Pride. <gasps> oh my it's, God, you found it. It's Dolly Parton Cake Mix. Oh my God, you found it. It's the coconut. I really want the banana. I've been, oh my God, damn it. Are you sure? Because I suck so bad. They had the banana and the coconut. Where did you I didn't know you would want it at Food Lion, right up the street. Oh shit, I have to go. And they do have the banana one. Oh my god, thank god. Because I have been like literally seriously searching for them. I'm on email lists. Really? And everything for it. Because this comes, they have a, like a um a Dolly Parton Hunkins, Dunk Hunkin' Dines. <laughs> Dunkin' Hines collaboration. This is perfect for Pride Buns because, you know, Dolly loves the gay. Uh-huh. Um, but they have like this whole set and it has like a dish towel that says... Um, if you are what you eat, be something sweet. She said that's got a little spatula and a mixing bowl. Yeah. And it comes with both of the cakes and the frostings. Right. And I want it. I didn't see the frosting. I want it. And I'm like really upset that I haven't been able to find it. I'm on like email list for when this thing comes back up into production because it sells out in seconds. Well, they had them on the, uh, what's it? They had banana too. I'm so mad because I was like, I don't know if she likes bananas or not. Like, damn it, I should have just went with it. I did get you an icing, too, but I didn't see the icing there. Um, So I just got you, like, generic, like, Are you just kidding? regular. I'm so excited to make this. Yeah. I might not even make it. I might put it with my um my Dolly Parton sugar cookies that Eileen got me for Christmas. Yeah. They're, they came with, like, little, like, twisted pink and white marshmallows and shit. Oh, that's so cute. I was, like, so excited. I can't believe I almost forgot to give it to you. Give it to you. I was super excited, though. I know. 
Fun fact. Did you all know that Dolly Parton wrote her two most iconic songs in one day? No. She wrote I'll Always Love You and Jolene on the same day. Wow. Really. And I can barely, like, get my laundry done. I know. Wow. Right. You know, it's funny. I was reading something that they did. I don't know if it was, I don't know if I was reading something or if it was a reel or something. And they were talking about, um, I guess she gave an interview and her look, you know, how she was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to be, I did that on purpose. She's a backwoods Barbie. Well, That's she, she said when it. she was younger, she would see this one woman walking around town and she had the big hair and the big boobs and she was wearing the tight clothes and all that kind of stuff. And I guess she asked her mother. Like, who is that? And her mom said, that's trash. And she said, well, that's what I want to be. I want to be trash. Yeah, so she's got a song called um, Backwoods Barbie. Yeah. And it says that she might look trashy. She's got the wigs and the push-up bra. But never judge a book by a cover because she's a good read. Mm. Those are the words of the song. She's so freaking amazing. Did she ever do an autobiography or anything? You know? Are you kidding? I have it. Oh, you do have it? Okay. Yes. So you can borrow it. It's called... <laughs> If I ever have time to read, I miss reading so much. It's called, um, shit, song something. Um, she also just did a collab with Je- the Peterson. Who's the, uh, mystery writer? Oh, I know that. James Peterson. The one that you have. James Patterson. James Patterson. So you have the book. Have so you started reading it yet? I have not. Okay. Um, Dolly Parton. Well, I didn't know. I was like, God, like, did she have one? Because that would be, like, so up your alley. I miss it's reading. It's called Song Teller. Oh, okay. Great. She also has My Life and other, um, I'm, what is this one? Um, My Life and Other Unfinished Business, which is another Dolly Parton book. Okay. Um, she's got this children's book, My Little Golden Book about Dolly. Oh my God, it's a children's book. And Dolly Dixie's Fixins, which is her cookbook. Aww. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Well, Jamie it's got herself a little her cake fucking, today. Her fucking cookbook is two hundred and twenty-four dollars and fifty-five cents. What? Oh my god! On Amazon, that must be somebody selling it. Yeah. But I have the song teller book, and I read that forward and backwards at least four times. Oh, okay. Um, I do have the new James Patterson, but I. I tried to get into it, but I never have time to read, which really bothers me because I used to be such an avid reader. Yeah. Like, remember you and I used to talk about books that we read all the time? I know, I miss it Like, so I got much. you into the House of Night ones, mm-hmm. and I just don't have time to read. And when I am home, I was like, I have to do this, I have to do that. Girl. I was telling Jamie when she got here that the, um, like, I've been talking about going to school for a while. And I started my classes and all this stuff. We well, just start a petition with our tens of listeners. I know. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. So there's two different licenses you can have or you could have before. And it was a licensed residential appraiser or a certified residential appraiser. Now, they prefer to have a certified residential appraiser, but you could also be a licensed one. And because they don't accept allied health degrees or anything like that. So my nursing's out the window. They don't care about any of that shit, right? They only want, like, business, finance, right. that kind of shit. So I was like, well, how about if I just go get the licensed one? Because there are a few people I know that will take it. I can start building, you know, a business that way. And then after five years, as long as you've been good, 
you could just apply to be certified. I'm like, and if I feel like taking more college classes, because I need like 30 credits and it has to be in these specific classes they want me to take. Like, I can't even just go and take classes. It has to be the ones that they tell me to take. Why not switch it up and be a realtor? They make good money. Well, the the market's kind of like tanking at this point. So as an appraiser, I'll always be busy. So I'm either going to be doing sales and refinances. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm going to be doing like REOs and which are like foreclosures and things like that. And lots of investment properties, things like that. So I won't be super slow. Like, and I'm not slow. Like I haven't really taken much of a hit. Like the last couple of months, I've just taken it easy and I've taken a couple thousand dollar hit, but just because I needed to sort of take a break and it, unfortunately it just wasn't enough. I need way more. But anyway, I ended up finding out yesterday that the license I was going for that I would have been done with and be licensed in September is now gone. Like Delaware did away with it. And I had no I fucking I just don't clue. understand how they could just do away with licenses. Well, and it's interesting because and this is their pilot. Like, could she get do the fun stuff? But in Delaware, they haven't done a um, a property assessment, and they're supposed to do them, like most states do them every two years, right, where they kind of reassess the market and everything else to see how much they can charge you for taxes. Well, Delaware hasn't done one since 1982. Oh. So it's been stuck and stuck and stuck. Well, I won't even get into why they're redoing it now, but, like, the gist of it was Wilmington, well, Wilmington didn't like that they weren't getting the same amount of money for their schools, blah, 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 comparatively, right. because it's kind of based on their tax market well, Wilmington's kind of like really, really nice in some spots and really, really shithole in other spots. And because things haven't been reassessed in a really long time, you've got like houses that are supposed to be earning tax money, but they're not because they're now boarded up or whatever. And then you've got like these really rich ones that are like four or five times, you know, worth more what they are, you know. So anyway, basically the Wilmington tried to get more taxes cut in. So they called the NAACP in. And NAACP, you know, they came in and were like, no, you can't be doing this shit. So they actually sued the state and then the, you know, because they haven't done property assessments because they need more money. Well, taxpayers don't want to give them any more money. We don't want to give them any more money. We're already where we're at is where we're at. We don't want to give them any more money. So they had to like basically sue the state, take it to the Supreme Court. And then the, you know, the judge was like, no, you can't be doing that shit. Like, oh my God, my son's calling. Holy shit. Pause it. Oh, I'm going to have to pause guys. Sorry. Hold on. Any old who, so I had to put you guys on hold. So yeah, my son just called and he got his orders. And he's, like, very excited. He's, like, graduating from one thing and moving on to another. So we finally got to find out where he's going next. So I'm excited. Um, so I told him, I was like, well, I'm podcasting. Can I call you back in, like, 45 minutes? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to keep Jamie here forever. She's like, I'm going to have to go home at some point and eat. Um, but anyway, so apparently they, they they did this thing now where they're, like, assessing all of Delaware, right? right. And they're, like, starting to move around everybody. So what they did was they made it so that you can become an assessor for Delaware because Delaware can't go back again and do that. So they need like people to become certified assessors so that every year or two or whatever they're doing, they keep up with it so they don't get in trouble again. So what they did was they did away with the license that I was trying to go for and they're only keeping a certified assessor, the certified one that Kathy is already, and then the one above her, which is... I'm listening. I'm just trying to get your phone. I know, because she's being annoying. She can't stand to not be, like, with us, and then Bruce is out there, and she's, like, stuck up Bruce's tiny butt. Like, she loves him so much. But, um, so, and then they have the one above her, which is, like, a general appraiser, which is, like, an MAI, and that's, like, big, big deal. Like, they do all kinds of crazy shit. So, I'm, like, all this time now, I'm, like, working on all this shit, and I was supposed to be done in September, and now if I want to be done, I need to go back to college and take two more years... And I was explaining to Jamie, I'm like, I'm so fucking pissed off because now I've got to go to another two years of schooling 
for a fucking job I've already been doing for seven fucking years. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of bullshit. It is. And Kathy was like, why don't you just call them and just see if there's something? Because there can't be, like, you can't be the only one. And I'm like, and what are they going to do? Like, they have their standards. It is what it is. Like, I could be a trainee forever. I don't know. You could call them and see what happens. And I'm like, I've been doing this job for seven years now, so you want me to go back? You have all your hours, though. Maybe that counts towards something. I don't know. I just, it's very frustrating. So I was a little grumpy today because I totally forgot what day it was, and I got really busy because, you know, all the kids were here today. She forgot about me. And then Jamie comes walking in, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, you're here? Holy shit. Like, it's just, everything's just moving. It's just been such a crazy like, time. But then Christopher just called. I'm just so happy. I called this bitch on Monday. It was like, you want makeup over? I have off. I was working then, too. Well, because it's the end of the month, so I'm trying to get all my billing in. She was like, everything. no, I want to get my pool. I never even, no. I was working. I was helping Bruce with the pool, but I, I, I was like also little, working. I the little thing that he made. Yeah, so he ended up having to go back, and he reinforced it. Somebody had told him. But anyway, so we can, like, finally move on. But it's just, I'm so excited that Christopher called, and he graduated, and now he's, like, Going to go off to what they call his MOS school and he's going to like learn things. I too like to hear his little voice. Well, you know what he told me and I thought it was interesting that he wants to do like, he's going for communications Mm -hmm. like with computers and all that kind of shit. He said, and I was kind of shocked by this, but he said right now in the military, most of the openings that they need people for are all in computers. Like really all of it, like computer related everything. And I'm like, well, I guess it makes sense because that's kind of where we're, what we're moving towards. So, you know, it's like infantry computers and, you know, whatever. But he said 50% of the people that were with him were all going into the same thing, but they were going to be shot off into different stuff. So he is going to see if he can apply to do communications on, like, the planes and the choppers and all that kind of stuff. Like, he wants to deal with that. So apparently this just came up breaking news. Oh, what is it? Olvade police um, say that the school district is no longer cooperating with the Texas probe of the shooting. And he, what? I, yeah, it says um, the Olvade, Uvalde, or whatever, police department and the Uvalde Independent School District Police Force are no longer cooperating with the Texas Department of Safety's investigation into the massacre at Rob Elementary School. The state's review of the law enforcement response, multiple law enforcement sources still MBF. NBAC or MBS, whatever it is. Um, so they're not like communicating with each other anymore. But you know, so a teacher left that back door propped open. Is that what happened? Yeah, he got into the back door that a teacher left propped open. All right, I'm glad that you brought this up because, all right, today <laughs> we're going to talk about fisting and really sad shit apparently like that just goes to show you what this podcast is all about one thing i do not appreciate right now on social media is most people are like you know like thoughts and prayers right that's like mm-hmm. the first thing people do because they don't fucking know what else to do right and then they're like, I don't know what else to do except to pray or do something because I am just heartbroken over the situation. Right. So they'll say that. Well, now you've got this other set of people that are like, thoughts and prayers aren't enough. Have you seen that? Yes. They're not enough. But yet they're doing the same fucking thing. Right. They're doing the same thing because they don't actually have a solution. Right. Right. To the fucking problem. So really, it, they're being hypocritical. I, I understand it's not enough. I We all understand that thoughts and prayers are not enough. Yes. But 
But if you're not coming with a solution, you're just as bad as what you're trying to say. Like, right. you're really demeaning another group of people who really don't know what else to say either. Right. And, and you're just being of, condescending. A lot of the people who are, like, thoughts and prayers, and they, they, they link back to the GOP and all that, but thoughts and prayers is what people say to each other when there's nothing else for them to say. Because like, what are you supposed to say? What are you say? supposed to say to these parents yes. that, you know... That just lost their baby. Exactly. Like, you there can't is nothing. You can be like... Or what about the teacher who, like, died, and then her husband died of a broken heart right after that? So, like, right. their kids are now, like, they have no parents. They're all gone, too. So, right. the father's gone now. It's like, how dare you? And then you get these other people that it's like, these babies aren't even cold in the fucking ground yet. And here they are, like, let's gun debate, and it's not guns, oh, this and that. yeah. Like, come the fuck on. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this is my opinion. And this has been up into, this has been in debate since fucking Columbine, mm-hmm. Sandy Hook. And there's no reason for anybody to have a military-grade assault rifle right. in their little home arsenal. Mm-hmm. And AR-15 is just that. The ammunition of an AR-15, most of these babies that died cannot even be viewed. Mm. Because this bullet goes in and it fragments and it blows the back of these babies out. Right. Like, there's no reason whatsoever for anybody to have an AR-15. I'm sorry. There's just not. There's no reason for it. Like, they're like, oh, it's hunting, blah, blah, blah. No, it's a semi-automatic fucking weapon. Yeah, but, you know. And And there's no reason for it when there's long guns and everything else. I'm not saying ban guns. Because that would just be, like banning abortion you're just banning regulated guns because bad people are still going to get the guns right yeah and if you ban abortion you're just banning safe abortions people are still going to get abortions Mm -hmm. you're just going to die from them Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is there's no reason whatsoever to have assault rifles it is called an ar-15 it is literally called an assault rifle 15 it is military grade yes our military should have them no our civilians should not I, you know, I'm kind of like, I under, I understand that perspective, but I also understand the plight of society and the way that we're moving through society right now where we're not holding our children accountable. We're not paying attention to the things that are happening with them. Yeah, but and as a society, we can't do that because both parents have to work. There's no stay-at-home moms. There's no dynamic like it was back when. Well, I know, but that kind of tells you about the society that we're right? living in that, but now it's like school shootings are becoming like a thing it's starting to just become a thing that happens it's not even school shootings it's mass shootings everywhere or mass shootings but i mean the kids are the ones that go it's mostly like in schools but then you just had the people that were just trying to shoot up something else like in another state or something within three memorial day i think it was within 10 days they had the shooting of the uh grocery store in buffalo there was a church somewhere i don't remember exactly where the church was um, and then the school mm-hmm. within a matter of days of each other. Well, I'm kind of of this feeling now at this point that sure, okay, thoughts and prayers aren't enough, obviously. But there was a man that was on Instagram who is a retired Marine and he's a firearms instructor out in Chicago. And he's like, you know, obviously he can do concealed carry or whatever. Well, he goes and sits outside the perimeter of these schools and, like, watches them. And he's, like, really, really pushing for, like, you know, there's all these, like, you know, retired and servicemen. And there should be. There should be. 
But that, that has to be vetted also because then there's these people who are on a power trip just because they run the service and they know how to work a handgun. They're on a power trip and they're like walking around with their chest puffed out and they're just itching to pull that trigger. So you got to be real careful with those people too. No, understood. But I also know that there's like, you know, we got a PTA, right? Like, why can't we put together like a group of like people? What if they're just, what if they're not even like, um, what if they're not necessarily packing, right? But like, what if it's just people that are just monitoring? You know what I mean? Like, what if we have something like that? And like, the schools aren't going to pay them. So what if we start like a fine, like a foundation and it's like for retired people and like, they just sort of watch these schools and they want, and that way the school can kind of contract out to this foundation that they don't have to pay for, but the foundation has to vet the people, do the background checks and things like that. Right. Which I know costs money. So then here you go, you know, every year, maybe you do like, I don't know, like fundraisers twice a year, you do dinner, whatever that may be to kind of offset those costs. But what if they're just walking around making sure those doors are closed, walking around those perimeter, and you have, like, a couple people, like, monitoring those at each time. Right, and there should be. And maybe be. you have, like, one because main person. this happened because some teacher who got frustrated and frazzled fucking propped open the back door. You can't get in motion. Have you ever tried to just walk into a school? No. I mean, well, been, no, not in really, Delaware, no. you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. You have to buzz in. They have to They have to verify who you are. You have to put your ID up to the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, there are standards that we have to follow in Delaware. You can't just walk into a school. I'm guessing that they, he wasn't able to just walk into that school. But this fucking teacher, which I'm sure she feels awful about it, but left her fucking back door open. Like, why are you propping a back door open for the school anyway? Well, I mean, she ended up paying the ultimate price by the things that went down. But, I mean, my whole point is, it's like, why don't we start something like that where they don't necessarily need to be holding, but what if they have, like, one person on each shift that is? Right. And they're vetted, and then they just walk the perimeter. We have a PTA. Why can't we do something with the parents where they, like, they're like that, and we use our retired people, and they're paying attention. They're fucking watching. You know, they don't have to necessarily be holding, but then they're really watching, and it's a foundation. You know, the schools aren't right, paying. because those... And then they can be on the grounds, walking the grounds, walking the perimeter those to the cops, grounds. Those cops... Waited, waited 40 minutes for the, their backup to show up. He was one man. That was two cops. And he, those cops let that guy get himself barricaded into a fucking classroom and killed fucking 10-year-olds. Well, apparently some mom was like, oh, hell no. She ended up in a cop car. I managed to talk the cops out of taking the cuffs off of her. She got away from them again, got in the school, and ushered her kids and the other kids out. Yep. And I was like, wow, but... I mean, my whole point is, it's like, you know, you say that thoughts and prayers aren't enough, but you know what? I'm just saying that the way that things are going in society today, you know, we either need to do like a complete rehaul of like how we're doing things, or we need to start getting really fucking smart and we need to start taking control back of our fucking communities against these people that are a little mentally fucking ill or a lot mentally ill. We need, and we, we get these parents that are going, well, we need, well, what does it matter with the, the background checks doesn't really matter at the fucking end of the day. They're doing all those things. What I'm saying is. Those people end up getting a hold of them some way, somehow. Right. Right? And that grandmother paid the price, too, because she almost didn't make it either. She got shot in the fucking face, and she's, like, alive. But it's like, no, they, the parents should be held accountable because those things should be locked the fuck up, and they shouldn't be able to get a, Your kids right. shouldn't be able to get a hold of them. He was 18. So, and, you know, I think a lot of states are starting to kind of do that shit where, like, they shouldn't be able to get a hold of those things. But, again, he is 18, but what is the state? Like, 21? But regardless of that happening, all right? We need to take control back of our schools and we need to protect our kids. 
So in my mind, it's like, well, if thoughts and prayers don't work anymore, where's the solution? Well, maybe this can be a solution. You right. know, like everybody kind of like walks the perimeter. They've got like things where they can like talk and like we walk have, and talkie. And they've got somebody who's like packing. We have armed guards walking in. Like John in the school has an armed guard. Yeah, but Christina not all of them do. Two or three. Most Delaware schools have armed guards. Yeah. Like, but there's only like one or two to 500 students. Well, as long as they're like, if they're walking the perimeter. But a lot of times they're doing a lot of shit too because these kids are like fucking around when they come in school. Right. And they're like fighting and everything else. So they're like dealing with that. But like somebody needs to make sure those doors are being, you know, those doors are locked, you know, all the time or whatever. And then what about when the kids are like outside on recess just playing? somebody needs to be fucking watching, you know, for weird right. ass shit that's coming running up. They need to be able to watch. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, let's take the guys that are retired and need something to fucking do. Let's take like, cause you had like a lot of parents were even saying like, I have, I have a concealed carry permit. Like, do you think there's something I could do? And this guy's like, you can do all these things. He was showing it. Like there's this other thing, like where, um, he was saying you take cayenne pepper and you put them in, um, like coffee filter bags and like you get like a little box and it's like inside the box you have like water you know like inside like another tupperware thing you put the tupperware in there with water and you flip that off and then you have like these bags of like um coffee filters where it has like cayenne pepper in it and when as soon as you hear that like you do your barricading whatever you got to do and then you get that out and you start dipping them in and as soon as he comes in you fly it in his face and like you know you just keep throwing this stuff at him because he's not gonna be able to move if he's got cayenne pepper in his fucking face you know what i mean that's gonna disarm him there's definitely things there's these poor babies that are being taught mass shooter drills, and that sounds it is it disgusting. is the worst thing. And I'm just so thankful. First of all, Delaware is one of the few states that's never had a mass shooting. Not yet, but the time's coming. You know what I mean? I don't right. want to get like too comfortable. I mean, we did have that guy that was started trying to pick off people at the vet cemetery at the veterans cemetery. So we did have something like that because he killed what two, three people. Two people. Yeah. So, and I actually had thought about it. I'm like, you know what? This is like a really interesting thing. So it's like. My friend Todd, who is, is kind of knee-deep in politics, he ran for Senate. He didn't make it on his first run, so he's actually looking to probably do it again. And um, I actually wanted to talk to him about something like that. Like, there has to be some sort of, like, volunteer program that we can in- implement or even see what can we do that we can have ready for these teachers, like, in their you know, classroom, should something like that happen? It, right. Can even we get a cayenne pepper Even thing? if it is a breaking case of emergency. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, could we make up a whole bunch of those? Like, can we put a whole, like, let's, every school year, like, the, maybe that's something else the PTA does or maybe the family does. Like, you know, maybe somebody puts together, like, cayenne pepper bags and, like, a little thing and gives it to the teacher. I don't know. It sucks that we have to do it, but we do. So it's like, at the end of the day, we're not going to change society so quickly that this is going to stop. So we've got to take our communities back, and I think that's one way to do it. And there's a lot of people that are just itching to have something to do, and why not utilize those resources? But the school isn't going to pay for it. So somehow we've got to make it so that the school can utilize these people, But and it's, like, free somehow. Yeah, I get it. So that's kind of what I was coming up with. It has to be something, like, that's completely volunteered. Completely volunteered, but that like checks so that they can be on oh, the yeah. property. You well, know, most, that's like the worst thing. Most like, schools, like you have to be vetted to be a sub, anything like that. So yeah, but if they're gonna they like go out, use that same right. But they're gonna need somebody that's gonna pay attention to the people that are doing it and making sure the schedules are filled. Making and that sure type these of thing. people aren't just like on power trips and itching to pull the yeah, trigger. Yeah, and then and not only that, but making sure that they have the right stuff. Like, what if they're gonna need to wear Kevlar if they're walking around? Even if they're not packing, they need to have Kevlar on in case they do come in contact with somebody. Right. And they also need to have like the appropriate radio like equipment to be able to radio into somebody who's got it. 
And then maybe they have like one site supervisor that, you know, is, you know, packing. Or maybe that site supervisor has more guns in the fucking car and they can all run out and right. get those guns. Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's a locked room that's bad. Yes, that they can in, get to. In that school that they can right. get to. Like, yeah. in the office. Like, okay. Or something. Behind the wall something. of the principal's office, you swipe this badge, it turns around like a James Bond movie, and there's guns in there. Yeah, you never know. That's what I'm saying. Like, all the, and then you've got, like, four, like, people that are, like, walking around. You've got one that's already got, like, concealed carry. They're all able to conceal carry. And they're right. part of this foundation. They kind of come in and run and help out. And this out. happened in Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, this happened in Texas. There's so many people that probably, like, there's so many teachers that probably have concealed carries in that school, and they just don't bring their gun to school. Yeah, I mean, well, you think, what about the one guy that was, like, getting his hair cut and he heard it, and I guess the wife called or something, and said there's a, a shooting at the school, and he took his barber's shotgun to the school and was not fucking around, and he, like, got out of that school, too? I'm like, this is the kind of shit that we have to start doing, because I think us doing this, and we're not putting up with your fucking shit anymore, we're pushing back, because I'm sorry, at a certain point in time, mental illness does not preclude you from the shit that you've done. Right. Mental I'm sorry, no. not an excuse Fucking to murder, no. And I don't uh-uh. care. I don't care No, like, if that's say. where you're at, that's, you know what, we've got to, you know the difference we've got to save right our now. children. We've got to save our children, our teachers, because they don't fucking get enough as it is. They need to feel safe when they go to school, and we as parents need to do a better job, but I think that that's something that we can do. So, I don't know, maybe, you heard it here first, so maybe I finally, like, I'm trying to come maybe. up with a solution here, people. I don't know if it'll actually I mean, work. But at least I'm not just saying thoughts and prayers. I'm actually I mean, saying maybe there's something we can do. I work for a state building where my job daily pisses at least 400 people off. I know. Oh and my it's God. very scary. It is. It's very scary. Because you don't know anymore. You don't know what these people we are have, doing. And they think it's one, okay. We have one cop. Yeah. But at least you do have somebody there. But it's terrifying. It's terrifying because we could piss these people off. And they could go yeah. and get a gun and just start picking people off. Oh, I totally fucking agree. I mean, I don't know. I know we went, like, on a whole different thing, but I had to mention that because it's, like, so fucking shitty. I agree. It's, like, here you've got, like, you know, these people that are, like, like grieving. I we have to talk about. Yeah, but it's, fair. like, there's these people that are grieving, and then there's these people that are, like, I don't know what to say. Like, thoughts and prayers, oh, my God. You know, because they were sick. Like, I remember reading about it. I was sick. I was crying. I cried for, like, two days over it. Every time I would think about it, I would cry. And Bruce is, like, oh, my God, what are you crying for? And I'm, like, yeah, I know. I'm, like, the person that cries all the time. But it literally, it made me sick to my stomach so much. His wife has a boyfriend. His ex-wife has a boyfriend. Now he's losing his shit again. Oh, God. We have a friend that is going through a divorce, and he's been, what, separated for, I don't know it's how long. It's been, like, two and a half years. Like, it's not been your, that long. Yes, it has. Get your shit together, dude. So now she's got a boyfriend. She probably had a boyfriend before, and she's hid it from him, and that's why she left his ass. Because she didn't leave him because she was all by herself. She left in because there was dick somewhere else, and that's what it was. Right. And she was sick of his shit. Um, but anyway, let's, like, lighten it up. I know that you probably have something good. I heard you said that you found, like, a volcano I or some did. shit with I sharks did. in it. Oh, my God. This is like, the best Like, how does ever. that even happen? It's called, They're calling it a Sharkano. <laughs> Shut the F up. Oh, my gosh. It's a Sharkano. A Sharkano. Yes. I kind of okay. fucking love it. Where's Tara Reed when we need her? Like, we need her to do the intro right. to this podcast. So it says, this is from um, <laughs> a to com, and it was yesterday. And this is legit because a couple other news people have covered it. Mm-hmm. It says, a volcano filled with sharks just erupted in the Pacific Ocean. A Sharkano, if you will. <laughs> the first ever shark volcano in the world. Sure, it may sound like a cheesy sci-fi movie, but believe it or not, this is a real thing. Yes, there are actual real-life sharks living inside of a submarine volcano, and this shark-infested volcano just erupted in the Pacific Ocean 
Um, NASA recently collected an image of a large plume emerging from Kavachi, a submarine, a submarine volcano filled with sharks. Well, what are a bunch of sharks doing inside an active underwater volcano? Mm. Let me read the full story. The notorious Sharkano, known as the Kavachi Volcano, is in the Solomon Islands. This volcano gets its name from the sea god Kavachi. Locals on the island often call the volcano Reho Te Kavachi, or Kavachi's Oven. Kavacho oh is a sub is a submarine volcano in the Pacific Ocean and one of the most active ones around. Its first official recorded eruption was marked in 1939, and the volcano has erupted continuously ever since. Each time it erupts, lava from the volcano creates new islands nearby. However, these islands are so small and shallow that they're quickly reclaimed by the eroding, eroding ocean waves. Today, the summit of Cavici Volcano is around 65 feet below the ocean surface. From here, the volcano projects quite a masterful display of fertomagmatic mm -hmm. eruptions. These unique eruptions occur when the volcano is hot. The volcano's hot magma, magma hits the water of the ocean. This collision creates an intensely powerful explosion. Steam clouds, ash, volcanic rock fragments are all blasted into the air above the ocean's surface. To put it simply, it's not a very safe place to be. Scientists accidentally made a very shocking discovery when exploring Kavachi's underwater caldera in 2015. The original purpose of their expedition was to see the was to film and research the volcano itself, hopefully during an eruption. Soon enough, there was a loud and violent explosion allowing the team to capture some of the exciting footage from the eruption. When in closer look, Dr. Brennan Phillips, a volcanic researcher, loaded an 80-pound baited drop camera straight into the heart of the volcano. The camera landed inside the crater at about 150 feet deep. The team oh was God. completely dumbfounded when they saw a large silky shark swimming straight towards the camera. Several other marine animals also made an appearance inside the volcano's crater. There were gelatinous zooplankton, a larger fish like snappers, bluefins, trevlet, and a six-scale stingray. But the most shocking, however, were several large silky sharks and scalloped hammerhead sharks. That's right, sharks actually swimming inside an underwater volcano, as Dr. Phillips put it. Did we discover shark Sharkano? <laughs> sharkano. Yeah, we did. <laughs> As you can imagine, the extremely harsh environment conditions of an underwater volcano are not exactly hospitable for marine animals. In fact, analysis of the Kavachi volcano shows that its lava is both andestitic and, ba and basilitic with silica, okay. iron, and magnesium. The water surrounding the volcano is scalding. Oh, it's, it's that hot? I guess it is. It's a fucking volcano. Acidic and muddied with the sulfuric and volcanic particles. These conditions are typically bad for any fish, shark, or any other type of marine life. So could these sharks really survive with such a hostile environment? The answer, quite surprisingly, is yes, they can. Not only do sharks survive in underwater volcanoes, but it seems that they thrive there. In fact, Kavachi's entire marine community appears to be accustomed to its acidic, blistering hot water and frequent eruptions. Now on to bigger questions. Why, do a shark, why does a shark want to live inside an underground volcano? And what happens to the shark when the volcano erupts? The murky waters surrounding the volcanoes do not appear to bother sharks in, very, in the very least. In fact, it's perfect for these large marine predators while other fish cannot see very well in these turbid waters. Sharks continue to hunt just fine. This oh. is because sharks have a secret weapon, electroreceptors called 
ampoule of Lorenzini. Oh, I did hear about those. Yeah, those little that things. Can conduct, yeah. contact, detect electric fields in the water. These unique electric receptors give sharks a superpower sense and allows them to navigate even the murkiest of waters. In addition, volcanic bastic rock is extremely rich in minerals like iron magnesium. Its mineral-rich composition makes it an excellent base for a coral to develop coral. And it's also jagged and porous and plenty of holes, cracks, and crevices to fish for, for fishes to hide in. Because of this, ocean waters near the volcano area are very large underwater communities for marine life. That's, I love, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get past shark. I know. Sharkano. As soon as you said that, I was done. So apparently the sharks are so sensitive with their little receptors that they can, they can feel when the thing is about to explode. Explode, yeah. And they get the fuck out of there. Oh my god. Um. Hold on. I got this one that. That shit was fascinating. That that really is actually fascinating because it's it's neat that it went, but there's like I don't I don't know like the fact that it's like infested with sharks is just wild to me. But so there was this guy who made a post, and I don't know. I think he might have taken it down. He probably did because I was like, yo, this guy's super fucked, and I really wanted to read it to you guys. He all right. I think he did. Hold on, let me see. I think he might have. Yeah, okay. Anyway, let me just tell you what it was. So I'm in like a couple of these like parenting type groups, uh-huh. um, like custody type groups and stuff. And so this guy comes on and does a um an anonymous post. Right. So he's in law enforcement. He ends up having an affair on his wife, gets this chick knocked up. What? Yeah. Then is like, oh fuck, right? And apparently oh. like Seriously, Lainey. Now she's going to start barking. This is what I go through all day long. When did she start barking? She never barked ever until like six months ago. And now she's getting old and senile and shit. And she just barks all the fucking time. Oh my God. (laughs) But anyway. so So he ends up like, you know, coming clean with his wife. Like, I love you. I made a fucking huge mistake. Blah, blah, blah. Like he realizes like what he did. He takes full accountability for it. Um, you know, like I, I'm a good guy, but I made a big mistake. Like I love my wife. I can't believe I did this, blah, blah, blah. So the woman has this child and now she will not let him see the child and is like doing all this crazy shit to him. Like the child doesn't want to be around the wife. Well, apparently the wife doesn't want anything to do with the child. Right. At all. Because it's like, I don't want to be a stepmom to this child. Like I'm, this is, you're my husband. This was not supposed to happen. And I'm not like, how do you, as a wife, look at this child and be like, I'm going to be okay. But at the same time, if you decide you're going to work it out, like, you got to, like, work it out. Like, you right. can't fuck this child over. It's not right to do the child. Right. Well, the woman, like, is, like, the way he made it sound like she's very toxic, right? Like, she's a very toxic person. She wants to do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And anytime he shows up to pick up the child if the wife's in the car, like, she'll look in the car and take the kid. Like, you're not allowed to have the kid. But I'm kind of like, all right, well, maybe that's she just, is a little toxic, that's but... But, but the wife doesn't want anything to do with the child. Then why is the fucking wife there then? Like, I have so many questions. So this guy, like, posts this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you're fucked. Like, you're so fucked. Like, you really are, like, super fucked. And I feel like this is one of those things where you just have to, like, say what it is. And I told the guy, I was like, look, dude, I don't even have to tell you. You're, like, super fucked. 
I was like, but at the end of the day, the reason you're suffering, well, the woman said, if you leave your wife, then you can see your daughter. Right. And I'm like, well, given that this wife doesn't want anything to do with the child, who's two. Is she toxic because. I don't know. She's keeping the baby away from the wife or is the wife a cunt to the baby and she's just protecting her child? That's what I'm saying. But I mean, the way he like made it sound, he was like, you know, you know, we are trying to work it out, blah, blah, blah. And the only reason we're even having problems now is because this woman and she's always interfering in my marriage and blah, blah, blah. You're having problems because you decided to stick your dick into somebody and somebody else. Exactly. And she knocked her up. So I'm like. Consequences are a bitch. I know, but I'm like. Could you imagine? But see, the problem is, is that, you know, who loses? The wife kind of loses in a way. Right. right? Because it's like, well, holy fucking shit, you stepped out on me. And not only did you step out on me, and then you fucked somebody else, but you did it unprotected. So God knows what you could have brought home to me. And you have a child from this rendezvous that you have with this woman. And now she's causing all this havoc, and he's got lawyers and all this stuff. So he's going through, like, all this hell. But then, so I was like, look, at the end of the day... You're going to have to make a choice. Like, you need to go to your wife and say, are you going to leave or not? Right. If you're going to stay, then you have to accept this kid. Right. And like, if you're I'm, not I'm going to. I'm up to my mistake. Yeah. You need to accept this child because it's part of me. Yeah. I, he's obviously trying to have a relationship. Well, actually, what he said was because of this other woman and how much she's interfered, and the child's only two years old, how much she's interfered, he doesn't have a relationship really with her and doesn't have any feelings for the child. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then he adds that in. And I'm like, Jesus, look, what the fuck are you fighting for a child for then? Right. Just sign you know your, I mean? like, sign sign your, your fucking, fucking rights, rights over. Yeah. Like, just disappear. But anyway, he's, like, fighting her in court to, like, get. And I'm like, why are you fighting for a child that your wife will not accept? And, and then you can't bring you a child home. Feelings. You don't have And you don't have feelings, anyway. you know, for her. But I'm oh like, it doesn't make any sense. So I said to him, I was like, look, you need to go to your wife and she needs to decide. Because if she's going to stay, then she's going to have to accept the kid. And if she's not going to accept the kid, then you have to make the decision whether you're going to stick with her or stick with this child. Because that's kind of where you're at. Mm. And if you don't, like, I if you like stick with the wife. I feel like he'd be doing the child a favor just to fucking sign over his rights. That's what I'm kind of like. Just, you know, pay your fucking child support and take your because fucking guys always, and leave. guys always accuse the other person of being toxic and crazy and all that. And sometimes it's true. Like, and sometimes it's you. And sometimes it's not true. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's you. And you're the toxic one. Right. And I'm like, look, you know, this child did not ask to be born. Right. So, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm like, well, if there was a guy today, I'm like, so we got, like, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh, my God. That's a mess. I'm like, I woke up this morning, and I was like, I somehow was, like, right near the channel or something. I was, like, looking at the channels, and um, I didn't have to take the little one to school this morning. He was still with his mom. So, I'm like, I'm just laying in bed, like, oh, fuck, blah, blah, blah. And they were, like, going through some of the stuff with the Heard trial. I guess it's with the jury now. Uh-huh. So, we're, like, waiting. And I'm, like, well, you know, you've got, like, the number one fuck man in the world. And then you got this fucking guy who's over here. Like, he's, like, oh, my God, I don't want to lose my wife. It'll break my fucking heart. But I also have this daughter. And I don't really feel anything for her. But I kind of want to feel, you know. I'm, like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's a guy that can't get away from his mistake. Right. You know, and it's so shitty to even say mistake, though. Like, because it, it's, but it I is. Mean, it was kind of a mistake. But it's a consequence of what you did. And I'm like, dude, you are fucked. And then all these other people were like piling on there. Like, what the fuck do you want to have a relationship with this child for anyway? Like, you know, what are you doing? And I was like, you need to either, if you're going to stay with your wife and you need to sign over your rights or you need to pay your child support and leave that fucking kid alone. But, you know, at the end of the day, then the kid's going to be like growing up wondering why her dad didn't want her. Right. So speaking of people who aren't allowed to see other people. I'm going to segue this into that. I don't know how that came. So Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Morgan Freeman is, everybody knows Morgan Freeman. Everybody knows his voice. Everybody knows he's played God a million times. Oh, yeah. He's fucking Morgan Freeman. He's basically 
God as we know it. Like, now when I think of God, I think of Morgan Freeman. I know, whenever I think of, like, I think of a Morgan right. Freeman's face. Like, yeah. if I think of God speaking to me, it's Morgan Freeman's voice. <laughs> so apparently, he's one of these, Morgan Freeman is on the list of Americans permanently banned from entering Russia. Um, I'm like, what the hell did Morgan Freeman do to anybody? It says Morgan Freeman has been revealed as another member of Russia's permanently banned list, joining 962 other Americans on on the record. Freeman is now part of the list that includes Mark Zuckerberg, Hillary Clinton, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, and the late John McCain, among hundreds more. Like Morgan Freeman wasn't even isn't even a fucking politic politician. But they don't know why. Russia's move is in response to U.S. sanctions imposed on the country following its invasion of Ukraine early that year. Oh, so we're throwing sanctions on them. So he's like, well, these people just can't come here. Then we're gonna ban. Uh, we're gonna ban. <laughs> you're rich. You're rich too. And I'm thinking, poor, you know, Morgan Freeman is like off on his little farm and he's raising bees. And the last thing he's thinking about is like, okay. I should go to Russia. So this is why. According to CNN, the Oscar-winning actor narrated the promotional video for an organization named the Committee of Investigative Russia. And it was directed when ha- it was directed by when Harry Met Sally director Rob Reiner, who has also been added to the Kremlin's <laughs> list. So his, his narration of this documentary is what got him canned. We emphasize that the hostile actions taken by Washington, which boomerang against the United States itself, will continue to receive proper rebuff, the Russian foreign ministry said. Russian Russian counter sanctions are forced and aimed at forcing forcing the ruling American regime to change its behavior, recognizing new geopolitical realities. Russia previously banned the U.S. President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris from entering the country. Freeman has yet to comment publicly on the move. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like he's not. <laughs> I know. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm like I don't think he cares. And like, he's probably news, just now finding out about it. In other news, the actor spoke out last year against ongoing. And the ongoing call to defund the police, saying that he is not in the least bit for that movement. The actor was asked for his thoughts on police ab- abolish- ab- abolishing during an interview in light of the protests against racially motivated br- police brutality. He said, police work aside from the negativity around it is very necessary for us to have them. And most of them are guys that are doing their job. Freeman told Selena Hill on Black Enterprise last October. Meanwhile... Russian DJ Nina Kravitz has responded to being dropped from clone distribution over her her alleged pro-Putin views. She said that appalling, appalling what my country's relationship with Ukraine has become, and she is praying for its peace. There so you go. So basically, they're like, oh, well, Morgan Freeman's not allowed in fucking Russia anymore. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well. <laughs> I'll be all right. It's fine. I mean, I'm God. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Titty sprinkles. Everything's going to be just fine. Don't worry about me. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I love how Russia was like, well, no, you're out too now. Right. Like, how do they even know about, like, a little documentary in Russia? Like, I mean, does somebody, like, leak it? Who's it's the fucking you, snitch? It's you and Paul Reiner. Fuck you and mad about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, who's the snitch that's like, you know, one eight hundred Russia and gets get, on the phone? We don't care about your award winning sitcoms. Oh my god! Speaking of Russia, did you watch Stranger Things yet? Yes. I oh my god! Binge the whole entire fucking. Me day. too. It was so good. I'm like, holy fucking! The first two episodes, I was like, if you don't come the fuck on, right? I said that. It was, I was so like, this fucking boring. Along? 
But I was like, oh my god. Like, they really went with, like, the horror and sort of gore and all that stuff this time. I love the little nod they did to Silence of the Lands when they went to see the guy in the same asylum where they were like, stay five feet away from the cage, don't hand him anything, blah, blah. Right. That was pervadum, the words used in Silence of the Lands. Oh, really? And I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, it was and so I'm wondering, good. I haven't seen anybody, like... Giving that nod, like acknowledging that nod, but I knew exactly as soon as he started to hand him nothing, blah, 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 I was like, oh my God, this is Silence and Lamb all the fuck over again. I did not notice it, but I'm telling you, I was like, oh shit. And at the very end, I was like, the last episode, I'm like, oh, you motherfuckers. Like, like seriously. The rest of it's coming out in July. Yeah, July 1st. But then it's like, oh my God, it's I don't, know, I don't episodes, know what they're doing though. anymore. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I think that they won't be able to quit it. But these kids, they're they're adults now. So it might have to be. So what? I guess that kind of stuff can keep going It forever. might have to be something that goes into their adulthood. Like you Maybe know, they can be like, like you know. The, like the It series. Yeah. I mean, or whatever. Like, you know, they're still like, you know, young adults. Maybe they're going to college. Like, you never know. I mean, I don't. But I don't know if they said that they were done yet or not. I don't know. Did they say they were done or not? It was really good. Like, if you like any of that kind of shit, like, it was super fucking good. It had just enough, like, interesting pieces to it. I don't know. And then the way they wrapped it up at the very end, like, how it sort of all came together. And you were like, oh, shit. But I'm still kind of waiting for the whole Russia thing to start make like, yeah, is he going to make it home or what? Like, I fuck. guess that's going to make it into the last two. Because I don't see him not making it home to her. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting how he's like, it's not my girl, it's not my girl. Uh, this is spoilers. Sorry, people, if you haven't watched it yet. It's like, it's not my girl, not my girl. That's and then because, he, like, hugs her, and like, then he's like, stops, like, but then you can see he, like, kind of leans right, into it. Right, because he says, whenever I get close to her, I put her in danger. Yeah, but I don't know. I think for a while, he was just kind of like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to act like this is who I am, and, you know, I'm not going to act like I love her, and blah, blah, blah. But I think he always did love her. But anyway, so Stranger Things, super dupes, recommend. Anyway, so if you guys. Wait, have, is there anything else going on though? Like TV so. wise? Because I need something to binge. Like I don't have anything oh, to binge right now. I have, I just watched Candy on Hulu and I do not recommend. I also, yeah, I also just watched. anticlimactic, I heard. I also just watched um, M. Light Shyamalama Ding Dong's yeah. fucking old. And <laughs> it is the most ridiculous movie I've ever watched. And oh, God, I'm not really? going to ever get that time back. <laughs> Shamalama ding dong. <laughs> like he has done he has done like really great work. Like like signs and Oh signs was great. And um signs. I think that was it. No, like okay. signs. That no, was that's signs it. We're done. and the sixth sense and uh the one oh, yeah, and sense. split. Split was really I never good. did see split. Like he's done a lot of really great movies. But now he like, he's not so good on the other stuff. Fucking weird, man. I don't have anything good to watch. Like, there's nothing on that I'm, like, looking in all the different places that I want to watch. Do you like, have HBO Max? Yeah, I'm on, I I'm just watching, watched something. I'm watching Hacks, which I'm on, like, the fifth episode, and it's pretty funny. I'll have to check it out. All right, take us home, Jamie. Anyway, um, if you have currently been banned from Russia, or if you have knocked up some other woman, and you're wondering why your wife won't take you back, write us <laughs> in at straightfromthenet.gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, and you can find me and Danielle both on TikTok. She is Danny at Straight From The Net. I am Jamie Hollibal at, at, just at Jamie Hollibal. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm still, like, I get a little bit on there, and then I don't get enough. And I, you, know, you can listen to us on all your major platforms where you listen to all of your podcasts. 
But there is one thing that we have that a lot of podcasts don't. Danielle, what do we have? We have a radio show in New York. That is right. Somebody thought it was a great idea to put us on the radio. So you can hear us every Friday morning at 10 a.m. on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And all the fucks are still there. So you can still hear me say fuck every other word. I know. I, well, I don't I don't think they change it. I don't think they do. Oh, they don't. Because it's... I don't think they believe it. Not for the app anyway. Maybe for the actual radio station. I don't know. I don't know how they would. I don't... I have to ask Louie about it because I don't know. But... If you don't hear it, if you miss this on Friday mornings at 10 a.m., that's okay. They replay it on Saturdays at 7 o'clock. If you miss that, that's okay, too, because I upload this to SoundCloud, which is our mother platform, on Sundays. Usually right around, like, 11 o'clock, like, yeah. I auto-do it. But then it shoots out to all the places that you can hear a podcast. So wherever you can find them, check us out. Check, check, check us out. And if all else fails, you always say, hey, Google, play WMLD. Or, hey, Alexa, play WMLD. And it does. Or you can say play straight from the net, which is my favorite thing to do because oh, yeah. our little logo comes up and it's like, I'm like, look, that's us. I'm oh, on, that is so I'm cool. I'm on the Alexa. I know. That's like so cool. But anyway, we will see you guys next week. Same time. Have a good one. We love okay, you. Bye. bye.